0: Welcome to the Everyday Ironman podcast where we talk to real athletes just like you and me that are working to achieve an incredible goal. My name is Mike Bosch and in this episode I'm going to recap the first seven weeks of 2024. Now if you've been following the podcast you know that I am signed up and training for Ironman 70.3 Oceanside which I think is now in just about a month and a half. So we're officially seven and a half weeks down, six and a half weeks to go. Now I still have a few things left to do um, this week. So I still have a Friday morning swim. I have a long bike um, with a run off the bike on Saturday. And then I have a long run on Sunday. And my plans for this weekend are to get out and do some gravel riding outdoor on Saturday. But I wanted to just kind of give a a little bit of a check-in, just let everybody know how I'm doing, because I know you are just wondering how Mike Bosch is doing in his training, and I want to I want to know or want to tell you that I haven't been as consistent as I had hoped to be, but I am getting in um, some swim, bike, and run uh, every week now you probably don't know because not everybody is, not very many people have been watching them, but I have been releasing weekly YouTube videos on the Everyday Ironman podcast YouTube channel, and it basically is a summary of what I've done for the week. Uh, I have been doing some recording, so I've got some underwater footage, I've got some outdoor running, I've got some uh, indoor biking, that type of stuff. So I looked it up on... Garmin on my Garmin Connect dashboard, and so far from January 1, which is when I started my official quote unquote training cycle, I have trained a total of 60 hours, 26 minutes, and 31 seconds. I know, right down to the second, I have traversed 657.96 miles total and that breaks down to a kind of a crazy 14.82 miles. Now, I'm trusting Garmin on this, but that's what my Garmin dashboard says. I was really surprised, almost 15 miles of swimming. I've gotten in 504.38 miles of biking and 138.77 miles of running. Now, Uh, I did mention earlier, uh, probably at the beginning of the year, that I signed up to run the year, so I have to run 2,024 miles uh, over the course of the year, so I am behind schedule on my running, but I do have plans to get caught up, right? So I've got uh, six and a half weeks to go. I do have um you know a lot of stuff yet to accomplish but so far I've gotten a lot of stuff done um, during the first seven and a half weeks I completed in my very first uh trail race I did an outdoor 25k uh, a couple of weeks back I did my very first gravel race I did a 50 uh, mile gravel race uh, which was so treacherous and I'm looking at the upcoming uh, upcoming calendar just to see what's available in my area that I could try to coordinate. We have a, a 5K fun run fundraiser um, at work that I'm going to do in a couple weeks. And then there is a local sprint triathlon in Keller, Texas, which is a suburb of Fort Worth that I'm planning on doing mid-March. And then it's really going to be down to, I've got a couple of race rehearsals that i have scheduled so on the 9th of march i have a three and a half hour scheduled bike ride with a 40 minute off the bike run i will likely go to texas motor speedway which is the nascar track in fort worth and it's got like a five mile loop that goes around the track and not not the actual track itself but it goes around the parking lot and I'll, I'll likely go out there, I've done it in the past, and I'll just get on my tri bike, and I'll just do loops, right? So it's a really, it's a really good, uh, safe area, and then I can do some run after that. And then, actually, the weekend before the race, my training plan has me scheduled to doing a two and a half hour bike ride with a 20 minute off the bike run. Now, I did learn that it is a very high likelihood that I'm going to have to fly to Alabama the week of the race. So I'm likely going to have to fly out to Alabama on Sunday night, be in Alabama on Monday, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday. I'm hoping to fly from Alabama to San Diego on Wednesday night so that I'll be there Thursday, Friday, race on Saturday, and then either fly home on Sunday or possibly back to Alabama. The details are a little sketchy so far, but I'm hoping to have those uh, shored up next week. And then obviously I need to get some uh, practice uh, in on my transitions. I need to get out in the driveway and practice getting on and off the bike, practice getting on the bike with my shoes already clipped in, practice, you know, getting off the bike um, with my shoes off, that type of thing. I need to get my wetsuit on. I still am fingers crossed. uh, I'm going to fit in it, right? I didn't lose or I haven't yet lost the weight that I had hoped to. Um, And I need to either... Swim in my wetsuit in the pool at least once, but hopefully get into some open water situation. There is a a lake not too far from here that the local play tribe does some uh, outdoor swim. Kind of a it's in a protected area in the marina, uh, but they have a kayaker out there, so hopefully they'll have that going um, pretty soon, so I can get out there and do that. Right, but. I just wanted to um, to give a little bit of an update and um, just kind of check in with you guys. Let I know what, where I was going and and obviously um, because it is the start of the race situation, what I thought would be uh, kind of fun. I don't know why this popped in my head this past week, but um, some of you know that I got my start into podcasting with a friend of mine. From work. We actually started another podcast first, and he and I just had a good time. We had, um, we had like an inside joke where I was a quote unquote uh, elite athlete, which clearly I am not. But, um, one episode or one week, for whatever reason, I had come across a Facebook post, uh, from somebody in the Pathetics uh, Triathlete group on Facebook and we discussed it. And who knows, you know, race season's coming up. Maybe there's a couple of uh, tips or tricks that you could use. I might have to use one or two of those depending on how everybody else in my um, age group looks. So um, I'm going to go ahead and play that clip now and I hope you enjoy it. We've, We've had this conversation before, Josh. People are just funny. Like they're just funny. And sometimes people, other people don't, What's funny is, is other people don't realize that the first person is trying to be funny or is being funny, and they think they're being serious, and then that becomes funny, right? <laughs> so I'm a member, and this is going to surprise you, because we've talked numerous times on how I'm an elite athlete. Yes. Would it surprise you that I am a member of the Facebook group titled Pathetic Triathletes Group? Now... <laughs> Just just the fact that I'm an elite level athlete, I I had to fudge a couple of the answers uh to get into the group, but there was a lot of information <laughs> valuable uh so I so I got in there. So this guy, and I'm going to I'm going to give him credit, Stephen Henderson posts in the Facebook group uh yesterday. It says, "So my wife and I got into triathlons this spring. She's a great swimmer, I'm a great runner." And we're both new to the bike. okay so there's three sections of the triathlon. you know this and our, our
1: listeners undoubtedly know this by of now. Of course, of course. Yeah. if they've been paying any attention any at attention
0: all. yeah it says when we got started, I knew she would always beat me to into T1, which is transition one so that's in between swim and bike. okay, okay. I knew she would beat me into T1 and didn't mind because I knew I would make it up and then some in the run. Pretty, He's pretty confident in his abilities. Yeah, he is. For sure. Yeah, he is. He's, this is where it takes a funny twist. He says, what I never saw coming was how much better at the bike she is getting compared to me. Okay, so that's the equalizer right there. Yep. He said, I'm very competitive and hate losing. So the last couple of races we did together, I let out about 20 PSI out of her tires before the race when she was in the porta potty. I'm torn because I know it's wrong, but she's a really sore winner. And would only rub it in my face if she won. What should I do? And so some of the responses are funny because um so not only is the original post funny right because th- clearly that is not a real thing because his wife would read that right that's a fake that's a <laughs> fake thing but some people think he's serious other people are on. so the funniest the this is the funniest one that i that i thought is says alan reynolds says deflating ch- uh tires is child's play now i first read that as childish right mm, immature mm-hmm. that's not right. what he's talking about he said deflating tires <laughs> is child's play exchange her di2 battery for a dead one while she's dropping her post-race deuce and then she can't shift and so what he's saying is letting the tires out that's weak sauce buddy you gotta really really incapacitate her biking skills make her ride in one gear the entire time uh yeah and then some of these responses are just so funny
1: and that one's diabolical, right? Like 20 yeah. pounds out of the tire. She, might, she probably would notice that, right? I mean, maybe not. Yeah. But, but you would. there's a, a higher likelihood that she'd, she'd get on the bike. She'd notice it feels different. Mm-hmm. Uh, at post-race, she'd look at it. She'd be like, my tires are, are low. But mm-hmm. the battery, that could go oh. out at any second. Any second, yeah, and yep. yeah, and there's and there's nothing you can do about that. So,
0: to your point, the tires being l- low are definitely going to impact your ability to bike fast. But you're going to adapt and all that stuff having yeah. having the inability to change your gearing throughout the race especially depending on what gear you're in yep. you are in trouble <laughs> uh at that point so i thought that was i thought that was so funny
1: and you know what i think is probably more important so mm-hmm. the the first guy who posted uh mm-hmm. what was his name
0: uh steven so down. so steven Henderson.
1: so steven posts on this and and probably kidding right we, mm-hmm. we think so we think so uh, and, and who is the the other guy who posted
0: alan reynolds
1: i think yeah. i think we should be more concerned that alan's wife is gonna read this <laughs> because he is in serious <sighs> trouble yeah. She she's gonna start fishing around the rest of the house, be like, so what what is he up to all the time? What else has he done? Oh oh he goes on. He he, <laughs> he actually gives another another option,
0: which is to put a healthy dose of do. Ducalax in her dinner the night before the race <laughs> and morning and and morning of so th- the night before is not even good enough you got to put it in the <laughs> night before and in the Double morning down. of <laughs> yeah and he says if she is complaining of having to go to the bathroom just blame it on race day nerves she'll never know <laughs> and so yeah not only does he give her give the uh, dead battery idea he's got he's got a he's got a plan and a backup plan just in case right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> just in case she's in that optimum gear and uh, and, the, and the no shifting she's over
1: to she's or, able to overcome or if she's really good at like the pregame checklist like going through oh, the yeah. bike right you know oh I did the battery ah she caught it you know exactly but I, yeah, he's <laughs> definitely
0: all right well hopefully uh, hopefully you enjoyed that little excerpt from a conversation I had with uh, Josh uh, last year now. I don't have any aspirations of a world championship slot at Oceanside, but I will uh, bring my Di2 charger and I will definitely be on the lookout for anyone in my age group that might be trying to slip some ducalacs into my chocolate milk uh, on race day. So, uh, I've got a conversation scheduled with uh, Brian Valespario on Monday, I'm hoping to get an update on how he's feeling about Oceanside, and really looking to get some race a recon because he has raced it before so I hope uh, wherever you are in your training block um, everything is going well Uh, I will uh, work hard to make all my workouts uh, over the next six weeks and uh, you know if you are so inclined to hop over to the old uh, everyday Ironman podcast YouTube channel and uh, check out some of my videos so uh, if you have any uh, stories that you want to share, uh, always uh, feel comfortable to reach out to me. Uh, see if we can get you on as a guest. So take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you have any questions, advice that you would like to share, or would like to be a guest on the show and share your story, you can email Podcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow on Instagram at everydayironmanpodcast. Until next time, keep moving forward.